That's a scenario like a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? And fire. my life never plays out like Bang Bros. Fantastic. <laughs> never works that way. But yeah, well. Shout out to the um thing. Shout out to all the um aggressive women, you know, that said I wake up one day and was like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna get him some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the real bitches. They eat the dead or in jail. Promise you, shit. <laughs> <laughs> be so much stressless. I done, I done shot my shot drunk. You know, like why you can't shoot your shot drunk? Mm. You gotta still say it. Oh, I've been listening to something on the on the phone. Gotta turn it off. I hate. That's probably me. Damn, that's crazy. That should pick up that shit. Yeah, it's I ain't like playing whole nothing. Whole yeah, facts. But you hear it now? Whenever, no. Yeah. Whenever y'all ready to go. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah. wild. Mm. You ready? Yeah. Oh. ADD podcast. Uh, hello, motherfuckers. This is boom, the, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, shit. I mean, boom, 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 celebra- boom, boom. celebrating Westside Gun. Oh, that um, um yo, shout <laughs> out to Westside. I definitely, definitely pray um, for Paris. Um, then pray from then pray, pray for, for me. me. He definitely um thing. Definitely call my homegirl a cunt eater on Twitter. So Word. shout out to him. Nah, yeah. I seen him violate somebody on Twitter before too that I know. Yeah, so yeah, somebody you know too? Yeah. <laughs> I, I seen what's yeah, good. Yeah, he definitely called my homegirl a cunt eater yesterday. <laughs> what so, she said to him? She didn't say anything to him. She she was responding to what Benny had said about people critiquing music too much. Just big up the people. He was like, yo, just big up the people that you like and you know, stop being so obsessed with the music that you don't like. Mm. And he was like, no. She was like, yo, what's good with these artists? They try to treat us like we they bitch or son, you get what I'm saying? Like, dog, you know, we fail everybody, and then yeah, Westside ain't like it. Westside called her a cunt either, so yeah, shout out to um, Matter Money and um, shout out to Westside, it's not a good album. Um, or, so that's how you feel, <laughs> didn't like it. Didn't enjoy I listened it. to a few songs, it was, yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, um, it was yeah, it wasn't you know, right. it wasn't his um, thing, it wasn't his best work. Um, yeah. so what do you think is his best work? Um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> um, it's definitely a lot of work. Hey, Sassy, uh, I'm recording right now, so I'm gonna call you back, okay? No problem. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, she said she was gonna call. Why she ain't call like five minutes ago? You know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> yeah. Slop, slop. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to me. <laughs> Yo, um, have special co-host today. Yeah. yeah. Reoccurring. Yeah, yeah I'm here, man. I'm back two times. That's sure. a fact, back. Um, of course, we have my man T. We're going to get into his business a little bit later, man. Yo. But um, I want to ask y'all something. I mean, this is the old guys podcast today, apparently. Shout out to um, T. Nah. <laughs> Shout out to T. Nah. <laughs> it felt like when Gina dressed up G. Nutty. <laughs> yeah, but um, thank you. Uh, Shout out to Tina, man. Um, couldn't make it today. But, yo, let me ask y'all something, man. Um... Gates, you have a kid, but um, obviously you have a girl, right? Uh, right. T, you don't have any kids. Nah, no kids. No kids. All right, man. So I found out that my godson, you know, is out here slapping skin. You get what I'm saying? And I'm trying to figure, like, his dad called me. He didn't call me. He texted me, like, 3 in the morning. 
was like, yo, I don't even know what to do right now. <laughs> and I was a bit confused myself. You get what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, I wanted to be like, right, you know, great. <laughs> but right. I didn't. I, but I also, you know, I also be thinking, like, I think I also think, like, yo, what if it was my daughter? You get what I'm saying? Right. So I do, I do, I use my daughter as a reference point a lot of times when it comes to like sexual activities and stuff like that. Because if I just look at it in the lens of it being a boy, I feel like I might try to like keep some sort of maturity on my son that he is not ready for. You get what I'm saying? Or any man, or any man for that nature. I've known like, um, Sexualizing women have put me in a lot of bad positions that you know. Nah, for real, you know, not just sexually, like in real life. You know, like I've I've hurt nah, pe- I've hurt pe- I've hurt people that had no business being hurt. You get what I'm saying? Me just looking at women just as being like a lusty ass. Yeah, you, you type shit. You get what I'm saying? I was a, <clears throat> I was a habitual liar at you know in high school trying to get some you know at high school and college. You get what I'm saying? So like. What do, uh, how do, how do we approach like giving game to young men about sex? You know what I'm saying? That's what I uh, that's what I'd like that's to the, know. That's the question. Yeah. Well, for one, I you know, being that I have a daughter as well, mm. and you know, I think we need to give the game to like youngers in general. Like we need a, a general thing for the youngins and then break it down more specific for boy and girl but like just just in general I feel like our generation and maybe you know some before that and the generation after I feel like we got exposed to sex mad early like mm-hmm. some of it was like ill intentional type shit motherfuckers getting fondled with at young age by older adults or whatever the fucking case is mm-hmm. then some of us just got exposed to it from Illegal cable, watching the porn channel and shit on the low. What, what you know it's what I'm saying? Brain. I think I see a nipple. So, <laughs> word. So like real, real sex on HBO, and then you got the last button. You, yeah. you know what I mean? I just seen a meme about that shit. So it's like we got exposed to the shit, but nobody really prepared us with everything that comes along with once you start engaging in sex and mm-hmm. or catching feelings or shorty on your body even more. Now you kind of like. Like damn, I I did what I did with her, but I'm kind of like not. I'm not even not feeling even, it. Not even feeling yeah, it no yeah, more like yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? So when you, th- well, I don't know how how old son. He's a sophomore. And I go, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I st- whatever. I ain't gonna get into me, but um. <laughs> it, but that's around the time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And some people say it's just a natural order. Like, that's around the age, mm-hmm. young teens, they hormones start mm-hmm. doing whatever it's doing, whatever, whatever. But again, no, my point is, it's a lot of responsibility that come with having sex. And now, you know, niggas on the spiritual tip and shit, and sexual exchange of energy and all that. You know what I mean? Maybe we could kick it to the youngest about that more. I just... I don't know. I just felt like we was exposed to certain shit mm-hmm. too soon and got us active too soon and it might not have been the right thing. Because even, you know, for for the young boys, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, bro, once you start getting getting the pooms, that's mm-hmm. like all you start thinking, thinking about. about like, yeah. You but become then, obsessed with it. 
you got school, some motherfuckers in the sports. So at, at that time, you really need to be focusing on your mission and your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even with me and my experience, like once I once I got the yeeks, like that's all I was focused on for, <laughs> for a while. Once I got to the yams. I, you know what I'm saying? And, and it created mediocrity and other shit. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I was more focused on the shit that I really wanted to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Niggas would be in a better position at a younger age. Then you get the, then you worry about the yams. Because okay. now you, you up now there, you, you, get the, you got better picks to choose yeah, from. Yeah, now you, you got the better choice. <laughs> like, Words, so, so yeah. you know, I guess that's advice from Gates. <laughs> what would be like your advice to a youngin, you know, Me? getting in the game? You understand what I'm saying? All right, I don't got no kids, so talking to a uh, perspective of a nigga with no kids. But um, I don't know, 15, like he said, um, it's around the age, mm-hmm. like when you're in high school. Um, I was just, like he said, you just got to let them know what comes with sex, uh, babies, STDs. Let them know that side of it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know what what age is too early. Like like you say, y'all have daughters, so yeah. fifteen is to me like way I, too early. With the I daughter. mean, but the but thing then is, you got to be fair. You can't just be like fifteen too early with the daughter and now with the son. It's not just not the so son. Yeah, that's right, how I feel. You got to be fair with it. I got so I got I got both. You know what I'm saying? I got mm-hmm. a boy and a girl. So, um, but neither of them are like anywhere close. You get what I'm saying to that to that age. But I mean like. Said like you know my guy's father is younger than me you get what I'm saying so to see so to see him have to go for that and we like yo we kind of wanna congratulate boy like <laughs> yeah go but you know it's like um I seen Mayno was talking about it you get what I'm saying like May you know Mayno's situation was wow weird how he found out that his son was like I don't think he found out his son was fucking but I think like. The first time he saw it, he walked in. He was like, "Yo, um, a short, like a shorty bagged him. A shorty bagged him in a club, and was like, oh, she was like, oh, yo, who your friend? Your friend is cute.' He was like, "That's my son." And you understand know what I'm saying? And so she introduced her friend to his son. So he was like, "Yo, we brought chicks back home." He was like, so, you know, they about like in their mid-20s. My son is 19 at the time. Son is like 19. Bring him back to the crib and stuff like that. Chopping it. I got shorty in the kitchen. He got, he's like, I got one the shorty in the kitchen and shit like that. And he's like, next thing you know, all I heard is this loud-ass scream. He's like, yo, what the fuck going on? So he was like, yo, he walked into the living room. He was like, yo, son is dead drilling shorty on the fucking couch in the living room. And he's like... He's like, do I push him off? <laughs> he was like, I'm confused. I don't know what the fuck to do here. At 19, now nah, you got like Yeah, he was like, yo, am I a bad dad? But he was like, yeah, yeah he was 19. like, yo, you could at least let that boy cook. Yeah. But he was like, yo, damn, you could have took it to the bedroom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He went crazy on the couch. Yeah, he's like on my, he's like on my couch. He's just like, but, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he don't know, he like, I don't know, he don't know how to react. He's like, take his son to the club. He's seeing grown women like shaking their ass on his 18 year old son. And you know, this is where I would like to think, like, I have to, this is where I like, I thank God for having a daughter, because like, I do think about it in that way, like, how would I react if it was my daughter? You get what I'm saying? It's a completely different movie if it's my daughter, you get what I'm saying? I can't picture clubbing with my fucking daughter, you know, let alone us like, banging people together, (laughs) you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like, for some reason, like, when you have a son, your son grows more into your homie, but your daughter gonna be your daughter forever. You get what I'm saying? Like that's oh. how I feel. Like my daughter is going that to depends be. Depends though. Like mm. son, yeah, he gonna be your homie, but you know, still gonna like 
your pops. I don't know like how my pops is. Like we cool. Like mm-hmm. but I wouldn't look at him as my homie. Just like that's my pops. I wouldn't necessarily like if I go to a club. Yeah. My like I go to a club while my pops be chill. Mm-hmm. Might run down or something. But like I'm growing out. But like 18, 19, I wasn't going to like mm-hmm. to a bar club with my dad. No. He wasn't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I, you know what? May, yeah, you might be right. Maybe that is like a rapper nigga problem. <laughs> but now it's some niggas who like try to have that type of relationship mm-hmm. with they with they sons and shit. And I think that's a whole other topic too. Like mm. you could have that like friendship, but it, yeah. it need to be boundaries mm-hmm. and shit. But again, it's double standards and everything, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. So mm-hmm. it's like, of course, with the son in that scenario, it's kind of like. You, you you gonna have a proud a proud dad moment, but you might also be like, damn, this type crazy. Like, <laughs> this you feel is me? Yeah, this is wicked. Yeah. Well, the daughter is told totally different. And once you have a daughter, you you know if you a conscious nigga, mm. your perspective will start changing about certain shit. So like people mm. used to be like, yo, why you think this way? Why are you so hard on women? I'm like, I'm not even being hard on. I'm just thinking about. Mm. How your father might feel, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, you do it all, like, damn, like, your dad probably, like, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm a dad. I'm thinking, like, damn, that was my daughter. I don't, uh, yeah. ah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, you know, yeah, I would look respectfully. You, like, you crazy. was <laughs> my daughter. You understand? But, I, yeah, I, so you understand? That makes sense. I do believe, you know, that's the one, I think that's one of the reasons why God let me have a daughter first. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm you know. I'm trying to figure out how that played out for me like that. I think I get it. You know, like, um, I think it has brought me to like a, a thing of like, I, would no, I wouldn't congratulate my son if I feel like an older woman took advantage of him. You get what I'm saying? Where maybe if I did have my son first and I found out like he was like 13, 14, Messing with like a twenty-five-year-old woman. Yeah, I'm not. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I would probably wouldn't have looked at it as like rape. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying before, but now you know, like absolutely. Like I'm, yo, there's no. I would. I'm. I. I don't. I ever want to find. I shouldn't say that. But if I do find that out about a woman doing that to my son, I'm gonna be just as mad as you as I would be if I found out my daughter was dealing with a grown man in high school. You get what I'm saying? I'm gonna be just as angry. And I don't think I would have had that. You understand what I'm saying? I so for I feel me, like also too you might just be more like a little bit more educated to more stuff, and now you just understand. At this point too, that's yeah, that's like pedophilia you for me. Yeah, when you're looking at it from like a young you boy, young boy perspective, you just like I'm for this older joint. I'm trying to feeling like, but yo, you know what's but you know what's crazy? Even certain movies and and shows, it would it would depict certain things. That would like program a young nigga to feel like, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they used to show shit where the young boy got the crush on the teacher or whatever, mm-hmm. and they show that fantasy where it seems <laughs> like, yo, he might actually bag the bitch. And then it's like, oh, nah, that's not real. So you be you be young, you be in class, you be whatever, thinking like, nah, I might could really pull an older bitch one day, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and that's just me just being a no, lit, but as a, a lit but ass as a, young, but that's not young your, boy. You know what I mean? But that's but, not your responsibility as the um, as the young boy it's always on the adult it's no always on I, the I, adult. I get that i'm just yeah. saying the programming of it for for mm-hmm. the reason why we don't look at it mm-hmm. that type of way you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah okay so I get what you're like, saying. yeah so like um so for me i think like what i mean do you feel like you might have been like immature when you start do you do you feel looking back at it now at this age do you feel like you were 
able to handle the responsibilities that came with sex when you first started having sex? Do you think you were prepared in your mind? I felt like I was more responsible and prepared when I was younger than <laughs> than when really? I got younger. Word, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, absolutely not. I don't think so. I wasn't no, I, at all. Was I didn't think yo. All my homies was fucking bitches, raw, all type of shit on some young boy, and I was like, nah, because that's I, you know, I guess that's oh, one you was thing. way more cautious because you was but, a little bit more. You but this is something my mother instilled in me, and mm. it, it, it's like <laughs> it's other shit I wish she would have instilled in me too. <laughs> yeah. But she made sure, boy, make sure you use a condom. You use a condom, okay? Mm. Just make sure. So that's, you know what I'm saying? And, mm. and I always had a fear of AIDS. Like, I grew up in an era where, like, AIDS was yeah, on TV was all the thing. time. Like, yeah, yeah, like So yeah, I always was like, this whatever. But so all my homies that was skinny dipping and all that, yeah. I'd be like, yo, boy, you wildin', bro. What before, are you doing? This was before we thought HIV was a doing? lifestyle disease. We thought it was just going to kill you. None of my niggas yeah. caught that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah, but, so I'm like, hold on. This nigga ain't dead yet. This nigga ain't... <laughs> Man, I'm this nigga just got a uh, thing. All he got was the clap. He's just, yeah. like, just yeah. go get that taken care of. Take a pill. Yeah, fact. Uh, yo, so for me, like, I think like I'm I'm gonna go with T. Like, absolutely not. And the thing I think the way I matured mostly was, you know, um, I seen some girl say on a podcast like, you know, sex is something like a guy does to you instead of with you. I can mm. say that like. Throughout most of like my twenties, that's exactly what sex oh, was. Sex man. was I was definitely doing it to you. I was definitely fucking on you. You understand what I'm saying? We wasn't, you know, we wasn't having. I think now, you know, I look back and I've talked to, <laughs> no, I've talked to a lot of women that you know I've I've slept with. You know what I'm saying? I've talked to them, you know, had conversations, and you know, and I seen the way I've hurt them, thinking like I was a cool dude, you know, and they tell you like. For the most part, you wasn't a bad person. You just was like a slut. You understand what I'm saying? And you know, like you treated me good, but you just had a bunch of other things going on. And I wasn't thinking necessarily like about their feelings with it. You understand what I'm saying? I was just thinking like, how do I acquire more vagina? That was a bar right there. I agree with you on that. I feel like I'm a little bit more emotional emotional maturity. Mm. Like back when when I first started, I'm younger, like... You just, like I kill something and it just be like you know like you said shorty get more in your body you mm-hmm. just be like fuck that nah I didn't say it. I was like that no I'm not like, saying like that but you get yeah, it but that's, but, but that's yeah. how niggas yeah, yeah, sometimes I got I got but like now damn. I feel like I understand a little more like <laughs> you know you have sex with a with a woman it's gonna be it's a possibility it's gonna be that a little can, it's yeah. gonna be a little connection. Yeah, you know, yeah. Especially and, I'm more, and I accept more of that responsibility yeah, of so. like yo. I pursued her. I tried to, uh, you understand that what I'm saying? That type of vibe, you know? I pursued her. So, it like, what happens after that is a bit more of my responsibility. So, let me be a bit more honest, a little bit more open as to what my intentions are here instead of just, like, leading shorty on or something like that. You Was it always saying? like that for you? Fuck no. I wasn't trying to, I, I didn't care. And it wasn't like I didn't care to, like, because I was trying to hurt you or anything like that. I didn't care because once I got what I got, that was, you know, case closed. We, we, cause we, I know for me, bro, I was on some lover boy shit. Like I, mm. I wasn't just trying to get the yeast and then peace out. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, but once you you deal with the hurts and the bullshit in relationships, then it's like, ah, right, it's up. Oh, you know so what I'm saying? So you for got me, a little bit more got turned into a savage. So, yeah. So. So I didn't my, even want to be one. So my, when my, <laughs> when my situation is. Like, with that was, I had... Um, I was like, I ain't dealing with that shit again. I'm just, stressed out over yeah, one joint so and like, all that shit. Like, yeah. Nah, boy. Now it's like, fuck a bitch type shit. <laughs> Not nah. even... It's just like, mm. I, you know you... I, 
I need more than one to not stay caught up. Caught on up one. on one. Ah, uh, so for me, what, <laughs> how I thought about it, um, the reason why I was like that a lot of the times was I had a, I had like a long term girlfriend at a certain age. You know what I'm saying? Like I dealt with my high school sweetheart for about like ten years. Damn. So I Damn. knew like it was nothing that was gonna come of this. You know what I'm saying? It was nothing <laughs> not that was gonna come. Not you know like because I was going back to wifey after this. You get know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, so right, right. you know I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna enjoy your company. I'm thinking it's a mutual thing. We're both having a great time. This is a nice date. You understand know what I'm saying? You know, I I hit you with the tongue twister three thousand. You get what I'm saying? So I'm thinking like we both, you know, we both had a good time. You know, you know, bitch, I blazed you, you blazed me. You right, understand right. what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, all right, now I can move on with my life. Not thinking like, well, Shorty was kind of like, you know, feeling the vibe, and she was into pursuing something a little bit more. And even then, even even then, I'm saying that like I was honest. Sometimes I just straight up lied to business. I was single. You know, I was presenting I was presenting as a single man. You get what I'm saying? I was um trans relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm Yo. saying? <laughs> Yo, I used to pride myself to not having to do that. Mm-hmm. I never Not felt like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, one, I, I avoided relationships, so I don't even have to do that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then two, it was just like, this was also like that that early friends with benefits yeah. era, like you yeah. start hearing more about that term and that mm-hmm. that type of situationship, so it was like, I just rolled that wave, like, nah, we not... Whatever, but I rock with you. Like, da-da-da. I fully came up in that era, so that you was know what just, saying? But that was I, just I've seen who I hurt in that process too, and I'm thinking like, I didn't say you was my girlfriend. I'm technically not cheating on you. Mm-hmm. I'm not hurting you. you was doing, but but you was doing boyfriend things, playing house or what? Mm-hmm. sort of. I mean, you met some, we you just met some parents you shouldn't have met. What? We, <laughs> nah, did I? Nah, not even that. They just the vibes. Just, it's just okay. the vibes. It's like, damn, I want to be with this nigga. It's like, mom, sorry, you know what I mean. But let's just enjoy this <laughs> as yeah, it is. Let's it just is right now. Yeah, why you complicating this with labels? Word, like I used to say that too, knowing good and damn well I'm labeled. You understand what I'm saying? But, but, I, but I heard a few doing that shit, and it was damn near like I did cheated on them. So it was like, oh shit, like you know what I mean. Looking back, mm-hmm. that's those those some of the few situations where I felt like yeah, I was this dog shit, but it's. At that time, I thought I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, you thought you was kind of. I thought I was doing the right thing. Well, so was it? So was it the? Um, <laughs> no. So let me ask you: Was it the conversations with them that um, was like, "Yo, oh damn, I didn't know." But then when you had the conversation, you was like, right, "I can." It's see like how this we happens. had the conversations, and it was never confirmed or verified that we are officially boyfriend or girlfriend. So you can't feel no type of way about me. Doing my thing, mm-hmm. but I also would express <laughs> my disdain of the possibility of her doing her thing well because I'm like, oh, Word. I don't want to share the pooms, bro. Oh, no. you was on it like that. Feel the same. What I used to like that to this day, somewhat. Uh, I don't know. That's why I just I've think count, I've, Scorpio shit. Oh man, shout out to my baby mother. Um, yo, nah. I'm a little possessive. Uh, yo, so what you call it? Because I'm emotional. I get it. So, so for me, as far as like that goes, like if I if I knew we not, you know, we not in a relationship together and shit like that, I think I've just come to the realization that you're gonna do what you're gonna do. I think. No, I that's had, that's grown. I've had, that's yeah, grown. I, man, yeah, I had shit. a I had a conversation uh, with Ryle yesterday. Ryle was like, a lot of like the women that he talked to just went. He was like, 
I, he was like, women are so much bolder these days, and he doesn't. He's kind of glad he's out the game because you know women will tell you at this point they're dating multiple dudes. And he was like, in my day, he was like, yo, once I found out that there's another nigga courting you, right, or I'm sharing dog. it, he was like, yo, I'm out. And to me, <laughs> in my head, I was like. I don't know. I was never like that. I don't want to know shit. Unless you were a trendy nigga, man. Baby, I don't, I don't yeah. care about nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really didn't give a fuck. Like, if, unless I'm I not said, asking, I'll, but if I find out, then it's a dub. But I'm not about to ask you. You fuck with other niggas? Nah. Hell. Even if I do find out, it's like if you're not my girl. I wasn't asking back. Yeah, then, I was. Bro. I don't ask shit because I don't want the. You know, I, I don't want to know. assume. I was. I, just, I was yeah, naive. I, I, I was naive. I'm like, nah, it's no way. Oh, she's I, fucking me or somebody I, else. I, I, assumed, <laughs> I used to assume the other way. I assumed but the other way. Young, around. young. You know in what my mean? head, it, in my head, shit, you fucking me, and we all go together. You fucking another they nigga. Give it That's up how that easy back the time period I'm talking about. Possibly didn't change, but what I'm thinking, what I got in mind is some real like. Yeah, you had some morals about you, didn't you, girl? <laughs> Come to find out, you understand what I'm saying? Come to think about it, not really. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to all the ladies that didn't have morals that was out here sowing their royal oats and now are actually settled and married. You understand what I'm saying? You're my hero. Yeah, 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 and yeah. You're my hero. You trickster, you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know that nigga like it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Because I listen. I don't. No, that's, that's my biggest know. fear, bro. I don't, I don't. I can't think of that <laughs> shit, bro. Nah, no, you can't, can't think fear, of that. But that shit just. I can't the think of that. Of it can't bro. think of that. Yo, bro, bitches delete their wholeness every day, b. So you know what I'm saying? Saying as long as it wasn't niggas, I, I you know, I know, you know, as long as it wasn't friends bro, or enemies. Niggas, I don't know no videos. I never know. I never know. There's a video out there. As long as shit not leak, there's a video. Yeah, as long as it don't get leaked, man. It's not leak. I can't say that. I got some filthy shit on my um, thing of my ex. You understand what I'm saying? You and they say you're supposed to delete that. But I'm never going to use it. I just remind myself, you know, there was a point in time in my life I was that nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Now I'm just washed. So. <laughs> Word. These are all past tense stories. Yeah, yeah, facts. Now I'm just washed. no love. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Lonely. <laughs> yeah, uh, ADD podcast recording at the Creative Minds um, studio. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to some music, man. Then we're going to come back and we get getting t shirt. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. AD Podcast. We'll be back.
AD Podcast, man. We are back. Oh, yo, T, let me ask you something. What's up, bro? As a interviewer, as a journalist, how much you respect me? You said how much I respect you? Yeah. A lot. You trust me? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to break something down here, right? I'm going to be doing this fantasy draft while I'm interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine, bro. We're going to get into depth. But you know, like you know, get, get if I got, if I can get Luca, bro, <laughs> my bad. Get, get your team right, bro. Get you your feel team. me. <laughs> get your team so, right, bro. So if y'all see me out here holding my phone, it look like I'm not paying attention. I'm paying attention. I can do two. You know what I'm saying? This man has a magazine. You understand what I'm saying? And if he trusts me, apparently I'm doing something okay. You get what I'm saying? That's a fact. Right, yo, how you been, man? I'm good, bro. Appreciate you uh, bringing me out to BK today do the podcast. That's a fact, man. So introduce the world, introduce yourself to the world. Let the people know who you are. Um, Tion, Tion Bacotti. Most people know me as T. Uh, Harlem, New York native, founder of Diamond Cut Media, mm-hmm. uh, media, future media. Well, fuck future now. Media, music mogul. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, fashion, everything. That's a fact, man. So, yo, let me ask. Where's, um, Bacotti, where, where you family from? Um, as far as I know, like Black American, oh. South Carolina. Like, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're American. Yeah, Black oh, American. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yo, for some reason I always thought like the name it's just not African. Anymore. My last name is uh is I think supposed to be like French, but I have like no Haitian family members or anything. So copy, yeah. copy, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Definitely save, <laughs> definitely save last name. That's a fact. So yo, let me ask you something. How is it you getting a writing from Harlem, man? Say that again, I'm sorry. How is it that you got into writing from Harlem? Oh. Because, you know, Harlem got, like, big roots, you know, right. spoken word, poetry, Harlem Renaissance and all that. What got you into writing, man? Um, I don't know. To be honest. Well, not, I'm not going to say I don't know. Let me think about it a little bit. I started writing when I was young. Just uh, I used to write, like, stories. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I guess you could say random stories. Like, they weren't really about nothing, but I would write them, mm-hmm. showing them my mom and stuff. And then um, I stopped writing for a little bit. I was just focused on, like, sports. Mm-hmm. And then um didn't really care much about writing, wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then um when I got to college, um some I was in this organization, whatever. I was always playing music on a computer. I went to school in South Carolina, SC State University, you HBCU. To, oh, so is that an HBCU? Yeah, that's HBCU, South Carolina State University. Mm-hmm. Um I went down there to school. So I'm um in this thing called campus activity boards or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm always listening to music. At this time, this is like 2016, so I'm playing like Dave East, A Boogie, like every day type mm-hmm. shit. So this nigga's like, um, yo, you always uh, listening to new music. Do you want to write about it? So I'm oh, like, oh, so it was introduced then? Yeah, yeah that's when it mm-hmm. came in like that. He had a publication, uh, shout out to my guy, Slide Planet. He had a publication called Buzz Wars, mm-hmm. and it was pretty uh, big independently. So I was writing for them, and then from there, I was bouncing to other platforms. And then uh, 2019, I was like, I'm just starting my own shit. So I started it, made the logo in my dorm room, same night, some trash shit, like $20, but I made it. Um, then I just started writing articles, and then that's how I really got into writing. Hmm. Like, I've always been writing since but, I was young. So let me ask you something. What, your first, what was your first article like in your opinion? My first one? Yeah. Uh, damn, I don't even, what was my first one? No, I, you don't have to t- tell me what it was. I it mean, was if actually, you can't remember, but like, do, I think you, I wrote my very first article was mm-hmm. actually. So I actually started. I got to backtrack. I started like this um, mock draft blog, but I didn't. I didn't keep it going. I just made it, mm-hmm. and then I was like 2014. Cause I remember it was like Jameis Winston and shit. 
Then I wrote like a little bio about like every player. That's when it started. So you started off sports? Yeah, because like I'm a sports junkie. But not, I guess you could say start off sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the writing, yeah, definitely. So why you really stick to sports? What made you transition into like music? Um, I just love music. Always mm-hmm. listening to music. So what would you, what you rather write about? Music or sports? Definitely music. Okay, why? Just uh, music. It's more of a love for music. I love sports too equally, but mm. I feel like my music is more, you can do more outside the box with music when you write about music. Mm. Sports, I feel like it's more about a book. It's like more of a code. Is it? Journalism code. I don't know. If, like I be, So, I've seen, I've, you know what? Shout out to YouTube. I think YouTube has kind of broken the fourth wall a lot on sports media mm-hmm. and journalism it's like a lot of they've exposed a lot of like secrets and stuff like that i was so i was watching like marcellus wiley and stuff and he was talking about how like a lot of sports journalists they quick to talk about like the athletes and things like that but they don't want to talk about each other or they don't want to critique each other's work and stuff like that even when you do know like somebody is doing a hack job or something like that they don't want to so is it the code in that type of way you mean no i just feel like how you speak about sports compared to music mm-hmm. like your music i feel like is more opinion based in sports because sports it's gonna get to a point where like stats and shit gotta come into play mm-hmm. so like it's more like Oh, okay. So music. So so it's a bigger wall because there's numbers to back up what you're saying. Music is more of a feeling. Number like sports numbers, eyeball tests. Mm, Like a nigga might not have championships or MVPs, but you can like watch him play and he was a good player Mm -hmm. or she was a good player. Mm -hmm. Music is like this person doesn't have these sales or Mm -hmm. whatever or the following, but you could like you say you could feel the music, hear the music. So it's a little Mm -hmm. different in that aspect. I got you. All right then. So. Now, you have started your own company. Mm-hmm. Why do that instead of you start your own publication? Why do that instead of like trying to get a publication like most people would do? Um, it started because they kept dubbing me. Honestly, um, I was applying to complex, uh, hype beasts and shit like every day, and them niggas just kept dubbing me. I'm like, bro. I wasn't, not no hating shit, but I'm like, bro, they picking these whack-ass writers over me. I'm going to start my own shit. Mm. And that's just how it started. Okay. So, as far as that goes, what's your, um, like, what's your, I forgot that thing that they call, mission statement. Aha. Uh-huh. What's your mission statement for Diamond Cut? Diamond Cut, that's his company, by Yeah, Diamond Cut Media. Mm-hmm. Um, Diamond Cut mission statement. Um... I don't necessarily have a mission statement per se. Maybe I need to work on that. But mm. my elevator pitch mission statement, uh, I just put it like this: like, say you're at a, um, say you're, high, let's take it back to high school, your lunchroom. You know, you got your different tables, your different cliques, right? Mm. If it was a diamond cut table, you could have the, the hood niggas mm. and the nerd niggas at the same table mm. talking about the same shit, whether it be music, fashion, sports. Like diamond cut, kind of just like a bridge for the community. Because oh. if you go on like our website, see what we cover, it's like more than music community events, cultural stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We'll love to get into sports since I love sports so much. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's not me, like somebody else do it, but So yeah. you, you would say like you're very um like blog era kind heavy of like, influenced by blog. blog yeah, era. that blog era influence. Heavy influence. I was on hot new hip hop like every single day uh, after school on that piff every single day. So I would say piff, yeah, the, the, the sites that like inspired me or what inspired me would definitely be like hot new hip hop. Two dope boys, mm-hmm. Tumblr, those type of layouts and era. But that's, that's the era I came up in. I, that's definitely that's the era. I, mm-hmm. So I'm I be trying to think. I think 
So me personally, the creative era of New yo, York City. That's the I era I came so. up in. So I don't think it's the. I, so I always tell people this. I don't think it's the most. I don't think it's the best music. Oh, it's the best era of music, but it's my favorite. And I think it's just my favorite because it resonates to, with me the most. You get what I'm saying? I think currency just, based off of that, currency is like one of my top. Are you talking blog era? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Era, like currency is one of my top 10 favorite rappers. And I think like, had he had been come out of any other era, I don't see how that's possible. But I just remember like, just going on plays and missions and like starting off on my own media journey and just, you know, like Pilot Talk being the soundtrack right. to that, you know, even like um, the, the, the the meaning that Cushion Orange Juice has Fact. to me, you get what I'm saying? Or even a Taylor Allardyce, the ways that those like tapes, like, yeah, yeah, those tapes affected me. And even to this day, it just brings me back to a time to like, before I had, you know, before I had kids, when I was just figuring out my life and what I'm going to do, and I'm not not knowing that this thing would take me where I was, it just plays back in his, you know, like fucking even like what you call it, what was, uh, what was Kendrick's Section 80, Section you know, 80, Section yeah. 80, just it brings high power. Every time I hear high power, it brings ADHD. You get what I'm saying? Or it, it, it or like, so so far gone. Or like ASAP Rocky, like a live love ASAP coming out. That was let me ask you something. Let me. And this is the opinion based, man. Mm -hmm. Of New York music back then, because there was a thing somebody had posted. Um, was it? It was either on. Yeah, it was on Jackie, and it was like, yo, (laughs) New York music was down bad at this time, and I absolutely agreed. I think culturally, I thought we was absolutely thriving. I thought the culture was super fire. The music was trash. And okay. I love I love the music. I think I love the music. But you know what I'm saying? My, if you try to my opinion the being uh like how old was I this era? Like mm. 10, 11, 12? Yeah. Um I'm thinking it's lit because I'm doing on Jackie in a party <laughs> and shit. Chicken noodle soup. So to me, it's lit. Maybe now mm. um I look at music and stuff differently. I probably would agree. Maybe mm. we didn't have like I don't know. At that era, did we have any big acts or big songs from New York? Like um, other than the dance song, uh, Jim Jones. Jim Jones, like pop champagne. Yeah, pop, I mean, and it's not even that. We fly high. We balling. Yeah, definitely. balling was balling was definitely a one. Um, I, it, that but was that was like, like the South had, yeah, yeah, South had. South had. South was just going crazy. South was going crazy at that time. Mano was. I about to say Mano. Mano was big at that point in time. You understand what I'm saying? But at this time too, this is. Um, I was really Damn, just listening to like. Nah, we didn't have. We didn't have. Yeah, it was. You had to be from New York. Auto tunes. Jay drops. Jay, I mean, but, but that was yeah. type. We had the uh, with, with the show with Alicia, like Alicia Keys, the New York New shit. York. We had that yeah, around that, that time. So yeah, but a lot of it was like a lot of it was you know get light music. You get what I'm saying? That's I was getting light, so I love yeah. that shit. So yeah, you're a holler, nigga. I was I was DJing. And I was getting light too. <laughs> it's like yeah, listen, was, if, if the music have a purpose associated with partying, mm-hmm. and then you can't necessarily call it trash. Like you know what I'm saying? This is not. To go against a section eighty that came out at that same time, like you, mm. should, you know what I mean. You can't it's compare not to it. Be compared. No, so right. That's not. I didn't. It's not, my. But my, at that same time, the, you still had Dizza. You still had other. Dizza was in New yeah, York that's, that the was underground doing, was that definitely was crazy. crazy. A so, lot of our shit was underground. So, like everything, like a lot of the thing. So I, I so you had ASAP, like you said, ASAP Dizza. So the re, I didn't call it trash because I was comparing it to what else was out. During the blog era, or even at the trap music, <laughs> I just, I just thought, you know, the it lyrics was, was fun, and the lyrics was fun and simple. Hit me on my sidekick, hit me on my sidekick. <laughs> right. You understand what I'm saying? Like <laughs> these music, it's not, it wasn't good music. It just made you feel 
good. Fact. It's just shit that you could put on your MySpace page. Fact. You get what so I'm definitely saying? That type yeah. Of music. So it was. It's like what a lot of people would say about like today. Like I was bumping a lot of Max B during that time too. Even Max as, B. Even as a young Max, nigga. All right. So, my bad. My bad. My fault. Yeah. 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 That was a. That was an era. Shout out to Max. Um. So yo, so T man, I, mm-hmm. I want to um, introduce you. You know what I'm saying? I got a little something, something here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, something here, man. I want you to to let people know what's going on. What what am I holding in my hand right there, man? All right, so um, I'm actually holding it now, but this is <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> this is um issue three of Cut Magazine. So Cut Magazine is a subsidiary of Diamond Cut Media. So that means it's like a separate thing, but still same thing, but. So this is third issue. First issue came out on Juneteenth in uh twenty twenty, I wanna say. We had Kevin Ross on the cover, then we did issue two in the summer. I took time off. I wasn't gonna do mags no more. And mm-hmm. then uh came back to it. So here's issue three. The first physical copy. Right now you can get the digital download um on the website. And uh this is the first physical one. The pre orders will be starting in November. So yeah. That's fire, man. Appreciate that. Um, you know, you got a young Pretty right in here. You understand? <laughs> what I'm saying you. You know, um, you as this is young man. You know, what's what's that? What's that name right there, man? Read that. Who's oh, that? What's that? What's Slobs, David Slobs Antoine. Yeah, I, <laughs> a pretty good writer, man. Sky has a future. You <laughs> shout out, shout out to Slobs, man. Yo, no, I appreciate you, man. Um, I think like I had came to you, Manny. Oh, no problem. You, I came to you and I was like, yo, man, I really have this like dope idea, man. And you know, you encouraged it because I think like when I was uh, when I was with uh, uh, hip hop, they tried to like push me into writing articles and stuff like that. But I just didn't. I wasn't into it like that. And I felt like you know, it felt obligatory. You get what I'm saying? Like you got to do this, or like sometimes people would pay me to do write ups and things of that nature. But um, this was the one of the first times I could say like I took the initiative I wanted to. This was something that was close to my heart. Shout out to my man, Vought. Um, We've been throwing parties, you know, and organizing concerts since like 2016, 2017. You get what I'm right. saying? And to see like the progress he's made. And I just feel like our, you know, me and Will Gates era, when we was outside, I do feel like it's about time. Like some of the legends that was outside around our time started getting their flowers. And I feel like he was a perfect person to start with because... It's like, yo, he's actually like in these offices now. You get Gosh. what I'm saying? That was my first time like going to a fucking. That was my first time going to a music, uh, a record label. Mm-hmm. My first time going to a record label, which is crazy. But, um, so but yeah, I appreciate like the um, you are giving me a platform to express that because you know as I'm as I'm getting older and stuff like that, I do believe some of these stories do need to be told. You know, and you gave me a platform for that, so I, I appreciate you for that, man. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, I remember I seen you at that uh, museum pop up mm-hmm. downtown at like LES, mm. and then he was telling me about the story. Mm. I was like, right, right. I was yeah. trying to leave quick and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate you for hearing right. me out and letting me, you know, manifest what I what I thought of, man. What's um what's 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 next for you? Because I think like for me, um, what like what's more important to you at this point? Is it like finding the ways to cash out on this, or is it the creativity? Uh, definitely the creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, cash out is more down the line with this for me. Uh-huh. 
right now is just the creativity. Um, I just always think about like the blog era days. I feel like we're that kind of platform. Mm. Cause it's like you go in there, you find artists that you never seen. Like if you look in the mag, our freshman, um, no shade to XXL, but I'm like, how you drop a freshman list with an artist that's been out for five years? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So I did my artists to watch Summer 23. These are artists that people don't haven't heard of yet. That's the whole mm-hmm. purpose. Like you're supposed to introduce, at least to me, you're supposed to introduce artists the to the people, to people, break people. Okay, okay. So I, I want to still do that. Want to be underground, but still, um, still mainstream at the same time. Mm. Kind of be the bridge. I don't mm. want to forget the underground. But at the okay. same time, so you always go, you always gonna have always gonna have, to the streets. Always, you don't, so you don't um, you don't see yourself ever like growing out of that. No, never. Oh, I feel oh. like that's the best music. Mainstream shit has always been trash to me since I was young. Mm, I got you. <laughs> like, like, so for me, um, I don't know. Like I try to pivot a little bit out of hip hop, and not because I don't love hip hop, or not because I don't like hip hop. I just feel like I don't want to fall out of like I don't I don't want to do what double XL did. You get what I'm right. saying? I don't want to be like, oh, this is the new new shit. And it's really not that new new shit. Like you just catching on type shit. I don't want to be playing catch up. And then even like even if I don't like the music, I gotta talk about the music because you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like I find myself like now and it's not even consciously or purposely I listen to a lot of old niggas. Not old music, just old niggas. You right. get what I'm saying? Like, I like a lot of 38 Special. I like a lot of Rome Streets. I and like nice. a lot of... Yeah. And it, like I said, and it's not... And if, even with them being older, they can still make... I would put one... But maybe not them because they're known already. They have, yeah. like, deals and they're established. But even the older artists, like, they can still make the list if they're, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just try to do new talent with the new list. New talent. I get it. For now, you know? <laughs> eventually, you evolve because eventually... It's gonna be another platform that's the the one that's on the new music. Your, and your list is not gonna be relevant. You're gonna start listening to that type shit. Right. Yeah. So, oh, so um, as far as um thing, as far as Diamond Cut goes, man, mm-hmm. what's the what's the what's the goal for this? What what do you want to? Where do you want to take this? Is it gonna forever be a magazine? Is it going to forever? Like, where do you want to take this? A true media platform. So you kind of see like Revolt, how Revolt is. Mm-hmm. They have the website. They have a network. Definitely want a network. Uh, mm-hmm. This era of streaming, mm-hmm. I could just we could do our own thing. YouTube is pretty much my network now. Okay. You could watch my content. You could watch our interviews. Watch our recaps. That's our. Are you network complaining about that? Hmm? Are you complaining about that? Complaining about what? About it just being YouTube or is nah, it, no? Because okay. it's it's I other way. Trying to shade it. No, I'm saying that YouTube <laughs> is basically like the start or the preview or the portfolio of this being our own network. Mm-hmm. Like this is all of our content, whatever amount of views you get, blah blah blah. But this is pretty much our content. But I wanna, I definitely wanna stream a network on my own television channel. Probably stream a network because. Um, TV, you know, cable is kind of out of there, but mm-hmm. definitely my own streaming network. Um, magazine, want to keep it going, mm. like Jet and Ebony. These, this is just a start. Um, okay. This is the biggest media platform, like mm. see us at like Coachella and stuff. It's mm. starting now, but instead of just me being there with like my phone, like us having a booth and shit. And that's dope. That's where we're going to get to. Okay. And then uh, merch too. Mm. Merch. Okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna definitely need a Diamond Cut T-shirt, man. Yo, oh, uh, how? What, and show, I, and uh, yeah, but go, I mean, yeah. what's, your, what's your family think about this? About Diamond Cut? Yeah, yeah, they love it. They uh, love it. cause you know, just mm-hmm. I have a supportive family. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just kind of like up my family's like Ali. I had a lot of like family members that done that work with like music around music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, entertainment stuff. 
come from like a sociable family in Harlem. Most people know a lot of my family, um, mm. so kind of fits what my family does. So yeah, that's dope, man. All right, man. Let them know how they can um, access your media and let them know how they can get one of these dope copies. You understand what I'm saying? All right, so first things first, you can go to diamondcutmedia.com, cut with a K, so diamondkutmedia.com. You can see everything we post, all the articles, all the recaps, all the interviews, and you can purchase issue three of the magazine and also issue one and two if you want to go back and see. Um, we're on social media with the same name, Diamond Cut Media with a K, K-U-T. Um, on Instagram, it's just the letter D and then K-U-T Media on Twitter. Same thing, Diamond Cut Media on TikTok. Um, yeah, if you want to follow me personally, my Instagram is the letter U, the word no, K-N-O-W, and then T-E-E. Um, on Twitter, T-E-E, and then D-Cut Media. And uh, yeah, pretty much just go to the website, go to the Instagram, and you can see everything. Subscribe on YouTube, Diamond Cut Media, and that's, that's pretty much how we rocking out now. Yo... Don't nobody play power forward in the NBA anymore. Man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, yo, uh, ADD podcast. Um, I just want to let you know my team is alright. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not not fucking bad. How was the interview? It was great. It was a great interview. Yeah, a great facts, interview. Facts. Great draft. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, nice. God damn, I'm good. You understand? That boy good. He good. He good. He good. ADD podcast, man. We gonna come back. We gonna wrap it up, man. <laughs> T. Yeah. yeah, and it's a paper rock team. Hey, hey, hey man, Now, T sexy, I'm making look easy. If it's not right, at this type of vibe, we not gonna take light. Fetch stage, all of them, I catch stage fright. Them, I talk, why would all the boy do his face fight? Easy, why pre on the boy, wanna see me? Two girl, one me, cheapy. Cinema, movie, TV, big body guy. Easy. The thing belong on 3D Wow Them not know where we come from uh, Kill shows till we done done uh, We not beg for this And uh, them know that we the best for this Wow Brand new vibe uh, This a brand new vibe No sweat Rude boys, them fresh, them fret Are uh, we run the game for our and five Boy, better cool it before I'm getting tech We have a new style, cut the check At least a champion sound till I'm deaf Next, Nigel, Micro, Mobile, Statue, uh, Easy, the uh, more I try, uh, make it look easy. The uh, thing turn up, step in your place and them know say we make it look easy. The more I try, make it look easy. Uh, them try, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Easy, girl can't see me. Make man when they no see me. Blowing on my phone, hee hee. His arms goes, I'm reaching. I'm the one that died, and now they see me. TV, easy. Easy. I put the pressure on, I'm a diamond in the rough. Shining on stage, yeah, that's how I give it up. Hit it one time if you feel me. Rude blood clot, no gang, I'm sleazy. Easy. Aye. Woo. Boom, boom, jibbing like water, me, I Fiji. We not beg for this. I them know that we the best for this. Wow. Brand new vibe. It's a brand new vibe No sweat Rude boys, them fresh, them fret Are we run the game, boy, run five Boy, better cool it before I'm getting tech We have a new style, cut the check At least a champion sound till I'm deaf Bah, bah, what's next? Nigel, micro, mobile, stay true uh, Easy, uh, 
my watch like Make it look easy The thing turn up Step in the place and them know say we make it look easy Make my watch like Podcast man. Um, once again, it's still free. The land, Palestine, and all that, and all that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking stout, and I'm staying here. Um, <laughs> you sound like it's football. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to disassociate yourselves now. You know, don't get canceled because of you know because of me. Um, yo, so still drafting. Let me ask y'all something. As far as it goes, right? Are we at the point where we need to mind our business with this whole Jada Will Smith thing? Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> I feel like uh, yeah, all, the, said, yeah. <laughs> all the information we got, though, nobody asked for this. So it's like, we've been minding our business. They just keep telling us shit. <laughs> so at this point, fuck it. Keep it going. <laughs> Nigga said, I've been minding my Let them cook. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, oh. Um, yo, I just... I feel bad... No, and you say he has Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, oh, I said that nigga has Stockholm syndrome, bro. Because yo, I felt bad because I really used to defend Jada throughout most of this shit before the last round of interviews because I read Will Smith's book. You get That's what, what somebody told me. Too. I think like the only issue, and I, I, I think we talked about it last week. The only issue I ever really had with Jada, I thought her relationship with August Alcina was extremely predatory. And I didn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like she took advantage of the nigga. But besides that, like all the like her having like outside, they like Will Smith said in their book. You know they broke up. They wasn't together. You get what I'm saying? He was doing him, and they, you understand what I'm saying? He said this in his book. And a lot of the things like we do, like um, a lot of the things that we did see and stuff like that, he forced it on her. You get what I'm saying? Like. By the time when he had asked her out and stuff like that, she didn't want any. She didn't want a wedding. You get what I'm saying? She was like, she didn't want a wedding. She didn't want to live in Hollywood or any of that. She did all that stuff for him. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a big point in time where I was just like, I can't say Team Jada. I was just like Team Mind Your Fucking Business because apparently, you know, she made a lot of sacrifices for for their relationship to work. Granted. Now she's just out here volunteering shit that just make my man look crazy. And well, she's about to drop a book, right? Yeah, she's about to drop her memoir. And my man <laughs> pre, my man pre was like, "Yo, he was like, yo, y'all, y'all sitting here caping for this nigga when this nigga is playing into it his damn self, which he might be. And if he's playing into it, I feel even worse for him because it's like you're not selling no books off of the strength of like." fucking up my shit you understand what i'm saying like that's just what we not gonna fucking do you know like even like i even thought like the the red table talk they did was like extremely like tacky you get what i'm saying like we not i'm you know i'm not kobe bryant's wife i'm not sitting here for you to tell me how you cheated and you know what I'm saying? No, we not doing none of that like yeah, bitch you figure that out you fuck the young nigga you understand what i'm saying i didn't fuck him you understand what i'm saying <laughs> Like you, that was on you. That was on you to figure out. But that's the that's the point of it all, though, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before in other episodes, all this shit is wrestling to me. Like that's that's my Mm -hmm. my theory of all this shit. Like all these industry motherfuckers, this shit is like loving hip hop. It might be some real shit. 
in between. But we kind of going about yeah. everything else is scripted. Even Will Smith said the shit the other day as a joke that, hey, guys, you know, my relationship with Jada has really just been like a public social experiment. Ha, ha, ha. That's mm. what I feel all these celebrity relationships is because they connect celebs together. They mm-hmm. look good together. They gonna make a lot of money together. It's all about money. That's why mm-hmm. this shit is going on when she about to drop a book. What I find interesting though is that this shit is going on while we in a like fucking brink of World War Three <laughs> type shit. That's do you feel fucking, like that's uh, where this is at? Session and shit. Niggas worry about. I don't give But that's the point. They need to keep niggas distracted. This this the shit that the black community is gonna be distracted by. So mm. so what's the shit Jada that the white people white people are gonna be distracted by? What I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. They got, they got shit. They got shit going on. They got shit. I don't know. They got shit. They got shit for them too. Yeah. Word. They arguing about something online. They got they they shit too. Word. All right, but so um, also want to talk about. I don't know if you've seen this go viral. Like shorty with the forty eight oysters. Oh, oh. I, I didn't mention that, but I saw everybody talking about it. The 48 years. I mentioned that because, again, even that, I feel like that's connected back to even the Will Smith and Jada shit. This the most I've seen, like, black known couples break up and, like, you know, even with all the talk about the, the gender wars and all this shit and Kevin Samuels and all this shit, bro, is to just to divide us, bro. You feel that way? I think um, a lot of it, it ain't obvious yet, y'all. To me, though, no. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's obvious. I think these. I would just blame everything on you being Trinidadian. Maybe you should. You should. Probably I feel like why that. is it always like I don't think, the I don't black think, community that always at the those type I don't, of conversations. It's not like I don't think because black it's, woman versus black man. Like it got it's to a point now. Like as soon as you open Twitter, you're gonna see that. And I, I don't feel like it's that way in real life. Not in real, maybe not, but maybe not because we we a little maybe older. Like, it could be because I'm Trinidadian, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. not having those type of conversations. <laughs> like, it is some, just like, well, come over. It is some yeah. some people that that think like that. Yo, listen to the new Trini music, new Soka man. It was it's a lot of fucking going on. It's a lot of so fucking. they ain't arguing. They ain't arguing about they, they, they just fucking. fucking. <laughs> so shout out to all my Trinidadians. Mad lusty. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, all right. So this is my situation. All right. So let's. All right. I don't know because I, I started off with the 48 oysters, right? But like, let's talk about this. The gender wars as a whole. Mm-hmm. In your life, do you feel like what's going on on Twitter kind of applies to has been applied to your life, or not even Twitter, just social media? Some of the stereotypes, depending on a on a woman. Mm-hmm. She may uh, like hmm. feed into some of the stereotypes, but some mm-hmm. of them not. Indirectly. But it's gonna, what, 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 what do you think though, about what, what, in general? In general, the average woman. Do you feel like the average woman feeds into what's going on online? What's I think being, it all depends. It can't. I don't think it could be average. What's being spoken on online is in regards to behaviors and shit that was already existing in Buren. Mm-hmm. Social media is just giving people the platform to really express how they've been feeling about shit since 20, 30 years ago. A lot of the arguments that we hear about black men, and we, these is it's all ass arguments. This is mm-hmm. what auntie and grandma niggas was complaining about back then. This right. is what dad, uncle, the older niggas on the block was complaining about. Barbershop. 
it's just all coming to the forefront. These is like long, old conversations that needed it to be addressed anyway. And mm. now because of social media and people recording everything and, you know, Kevin Samuels and just different shit. Mm. I feel like the timing of it and it being put out is 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 done intentionally, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, by Rest in peace to the Godfather. But, uh, <laughs> you know, other than that, I, I do feel it, it affect me personally. But, again, it's in, like, it's, it's a It definitely creates certain stereotypes. Mm. Do you ways. feel... All right, so let me ask you something. As, or perpetuate certain stereotypes. As, as men, how much value you feel as a man your worth has been put into your wallets? All of it. All of your worth? That's what, I, I, I feel like that's all it that's everything that's all say, it is, bro. A lot of it though. Oh, it, again, it depends on the woman though. But wow. A lot of a lot of girls. Even if going, a chick say that she don't care about that shit or whatever, yeah. it's a natural. It's it natural. It's natural. It's mm. a it's a natural thing that a woman want to be with, you know, a whoever provider. a provider. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can't take care of her and her young, that's a that's a threat. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We could break it down from the basics of nature and animals to, to us as humans. That's just what it is. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We we deal with that part of it. It's like now, if, I might be a hundred percent honest. If 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 I don't got no money, 100%. if I can't provide for you, if I can't do so this for you, I can't do that for you. I ain't I'm not gonna shit. say I'm not gonna say for me it's more like I would say it's like a fifty fifty thing. It all depends. But a lot of chicks like he said, just want that. The one you gotta have that bag. You said you gotta have that bag. <laughs> I mean, again, it's 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 security. But as time progresses, sec security has inflated, just like everything else. You know what I'm saying? Bread or whatever. And then, um, bread used to be fifty dollars. The, the social media. <laughs> so what you gotta do to make a chick feel like you that nigga and she's secure and, and, and dealing with you has inflated? Also, the price went up. The price then, of everything going up. The price of the brick going up. The social price of the brick social went up. media the and loving hip hop just got them like and, wanting and, to live a certain lifestyle too. Right. So it was like, now nah, I gotta buy you bags and shit. But I've never been asked to buy a bag. I'm just using that as an example, but. Right, because there's extremes of it. You know what I'm saying? You got like, yeah, this this man could take care of basic necessities, this, that, and the other. Also, you know, <laughs> being aware of what's going on socially and with economics. You know what I'm saying? Like, in these conversations, it's as if women or whoever is not really looking at the circumstance that black people as a whole, not even just black men, but black people as a whole have been dealing with for the past 100, 200 years. So to expect the same treatment that a white woman may get from her husband or because we love bringing up other cultures. I'm like, y'all niggas don't even be around these other cultures <laughs> to, to know, know how to they know. really live because in those mm. other cultures, their women and the daughters and the sons and everybody is contributing so, to something. My so my situation. <laughs> so what the fuck y'all talking about? So my situation with comparing ourselves to other cultures is why do you, you want to compare yourself to the oppressor? You get what I'm saying? Some of the other cultures ain't oppressors, but I'm yeah, I'm and that, and that I mean, well, well, most of the most of, to most people, the the shining light is white people. You get Facts. what I'm saying? The shining light is white people, and th then maybe Asians or something like that. Right. But no, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't compare myself to any other cultures. I compare myself to. What's being need, and how are we going to meet these goals 
of what's being need of what we're going to do. You get what I'm saying? So it doesn't have anything to do with to me. It's nothing to do with anything culturally. If we're not on the same page as that, we're not on the same page as that. Can't no bitch that's looking for a nigga with money judge me. You get what I'm saying? Because bitch, you the one looking for it. <laughs> Apparently, you the fuck need it. But that's how you. you but that's how you look. But mm. I'm telling you, the nature of it, that's not necessarily how it play out. You know what I mean? Now, mm-hmm. in regards to comparing to other cultures, we shouldn't compare, but we should be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And but how are, how do you become aware? Because like you said, we don't know what the fuck going on. Oh, we can nigga, do- go to Chinatown. <laughs> go to Bay Ridge. Go to. Mm. Watch, look at your, and that's and that's that's the funny shit. We be around the shit all the time. Who's working at the laundromat? Who's working at the? Mm-hmm. It's it's right there. Mm-hmm. But we ignore the shit because we got this inflated pride. Also, because we made it out of the same struggles that those oppressors done put us under. Put us in, yeah. But for some reason, we don't realize that that wasn't that long ago that we just got <laughs> got up out of that shit. So yeah. what we really need to be doing is coming together. Yeah. If it, we ain't in a position to be like, oh, we just need the black man to take care of everything. Like, nah, it, that's just yeah, not exactly. We not, we not there. We, we, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the issue black men and black women been having and been the issue of, well, I just need you. Forget the man. It don't matter about the man. I just need you to pull yourself up from the bootstrap. I don't care if the white man is oppressing you. Da-da-da. And niggas was still getting lynched and getting hosed down, and they was getting hosed down too. So again, it created a weird ass dynamic between us, and we've been butting heads since forever, bro. It ain't like you know what I mean. They fucked us up. Uh, I mean, this is I could say at least about this conversation us having about the gender wars. We I can at least say this one has been a little bit more progressive. I don't feel like we. We were, we were playing a blame game here, even though... It ain't no niggas that, need to we, put the blame like, on the real yeah, motherfucking blame. I don't, feel like, this, yeah, I I don't gonna, feel like this conversation we had just now, we um we were... we were You know what I'm saying? Pointing fingers. Yeah, nah, we were pointing yeah. fingers, or we were condemning black women, because I do... I hate Because we that. all played a part in it, yeah, bro, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's, it's like that because we've been programmed to view each other a certain Same. way. Same shit. And that's just what it is. Mm. When when niggas realize or whenever they ready to un, it, uh, yeah. unprogram themselves, deprogram themselves, then maybe you see a change. But other than that, and then you got all the music and other shit like pushing the message to just use niggas or to just do, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just... I think it's uh, all intentional, though. I do believe, though, that um, I do believe the music is. I don't. This is, and this is why I don't think the um, thing. I don't think the music is being pushed. I think the music is what people are accepting and what people are choosing. Because now, if we look at it, I do believe like there's a turning point coming now as far as like the women's music. I do believe like we're now seeing like even like it's the last City Girls album kind of like it tanked. You didn't even know there was a city girl out No, there. I peeped it. And yeah. it's called Real, what, ass, Real ass, ass Whores. And how much did that sell? 9,000. But that don't matter, though. The message and the imagery is, is, is it still It does matter out because, there. to you know me, I think the numbers absolutely matter in a way of saying, like, are people accepting? Cause you yeah, the numbers might went down because yeah, yeah. motherfuckers ain't buying it. But mm-hmm. little ass girls are still streaming it. Apparently not if it's not. Uh, <laughs> bro, it's not selling because a bunch of adults might not be buying it, but the youngins are still tapped in. Aren't they the ones that drive it? No, I don't. You don't think so? <laughs> no, I, I mean partially, but it is also a lot of grown ass 
people people entertaining this shit and yeah we listen to that shit to try to sound hip and cool bro when i dj bro when i play city girls they not saying oh this is too nah they turn the fuck up on it nigga. yeah so, but i think it so does but it does start who with, got it in their apple it, music it does okay i can see that i can see that. i can actually how many kids got an iphone with apple music some now, or nowadays it might be a lot it might be a yeah, lot but nowadays. not enough to drive the sales but i don't know i feel um, i'm 50 50 on it uh I feel like music definitely has an effect in like imagery and uh uh like stuff that's driven mm-hmm. but at the same time i feel like um it only i feel like that affects more so like kids and like unaware unaware motherfuckers it's a lot of unaware motherfuckers like music can't i i see through that like it's not going to influence yeah, me can, but yeah. the average person may not be like that aware bro listen man mm-hmm. we we a few generations after the crack era mm-hmm. and if you know about crack and what crack did to the motherfuckers a lot of nigga our podcast is called an add podcast bro mm-hmm. how many motherfuckers out here undiagnosed so yeah, a lot of motherfuckers gravitate to music and certain shit because that's like they medicine. But they ain't getting programming all day. They don't realize that is 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 programming them. But it is. <laughs> you I know do what believe. I mean? I, and so to me, it's a. It go back to the drill music shit. It go back to a bunch of conversations we have about this mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, what's the soundtrack behind a lot of okay. people fuckery? And Look, I do believe um, it's a chicken and the egg argument. Like what came first, and I uh, always go with the the society comes first, came before the music. You know what I'm saying? What does it encourage it? I think it. I definitely, yeah. There's definitely a, a an encouragement type of um, vibe to it. But I do believe, like, if you do switch it up, you get what I'm saying? Because the smart kids are listening. Smart kids are listening to just as much drill as the um the ones that's actually participating in the bullshit you get what i'm saying but that always been the case it always been a bunch of nerds and white kids from the suburbs that listening to nwa oh, so, but didn't the crime rate still increase in los but, angeles but the, but, and this and the other but the crime rate is on a decline at this point murders are in a drop murders are definitely down i'm talking about in that specific in that time era, though. but that was because that was Post crack era, you get what I'm saying? It wasn't I don't, it was only the society. just that. <laughs> like I said, it's a, it was it was society more or less than it was the. I think the music was a soundtrack to it, and the music I definitely do believe played a role in it. But I think you give to me personally, it's, I believe you. Give how many music. times 50, you end up liking a song that you didn't necessarily like? You keep at hearing first. that shit over and over, a lot. There's plenty of songs that that's I listen programming, to. That's programming, bro. <laughs> I for me, that's my point. <laughs> for me, it's 50-50. It's like, if your environment fucked up, you're going to make fucked up music, and that fucked up music is just going to promote more of the same fucked up situation. All right, so the only circle. reason... Okay, so this is the only reason why I got an argument against that. And this is because I literally seen when even the grimiest of artists was pushing positive records or had a positive song on an album... Like, I remember where hip-hop, regardless of the crack and the killings and the shootings going on outside, niggas was still trying to put out a music with a message. Coogee rap or whatever, a lot of his shit was cautionary. Yeah, he talked about this, that, and the other, but it was always mm-hmm. some ending to it or something Ooh, saying, like, shot, nah, this shit was fucked up. Bars. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I seen it, all that shit intentionally go out the window. Mm-hmm. And I never seen it really return. 
mm-hmm. or grow to the popularity it had before. Like, I grew up on X Clan and fucking Public Enemy and Brand Nubians and all that shit, and nobody was saying like that shit was corny. Mm-hmm. So, how we get from that, and the times was worse, and we hear, and the music has no message, no nothing, and niggas don't even want to hear a message. So they just made uh, they just made being conscious conscious corny. If you come out right now in 2023 as a conscious rapper, it's over for you. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I just don't think. What new? I don't think that we only have the ones that already been established, like the J Cole, the Kendrick Lamar. Those are the only ones they say, and I don't even consider them niggas really like conscious rappers. But that's the closest we're gonna get on the mainstream compared to everybody else. Like the closest thing we have to it. Like how much J Cole? J Cole is guaranteed to go platinum every time he comes out. You get what I'm saying? I just I don't. I don't feel like he just started getting his flowers because he's been going crazy lately. But it was it's. Been a, it was a few but years he, when niggas used to try to first, act like, like J. Cole I mean, but was, was boring. You fall asleep listening to this project. But, 20, but there was somebody you know listening to it. That was 2014. Big J. Cole fan niggas, but J. Cole trash. trash. I remember those days. 2014, no. Forest Hill Drive is double platinum. That's true. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So, and that's ten. That's about ten years old. You hear what I'm saying? So, but my so my situation is not necessarily. I think but like you, a lot of conscious music. Two, I, like it's only two artists. No, I, so no, no, but I mean, how many artists are big? we're in a forty percent decline in hip hop music? So how many big artists are there? You get That's what I'm true. saying? So my situation is, it's not that because you're conscious, you're not gonna sell. It's because you're corny and conscious. A lot of the music don't be that good. I think like with anything, like the reason why drill is fading is because the music isn't good. You get what I'm saying? It's whatever, and you. And that's like those are two juxtaposed positions you get what i'm saying like you have drill versus conscious and they're both in a big decline i think like like i just named i just we just talked about the city girls it's in a decline i think it's the, at this point it's a quality of music and everything is a bit in a decline i think you make the best ratchet music and people fuck with it you're gonna sell you and it's gonna look like it's messaging i think if you come out with a great conscious album it's going to sell. I don't believe that. I do believe Bro, that. Bro, if you work in marketing and you like everything is intentional. Like these motherfuckers that. go look at the album covers, look at the song list. They go through this for months and months and months, and mm-hmm. then they put it out. Then they, son, it's all intentional, bro. I can't remember the last new conscious rapper or slightly conscious that came out and was embraced. And embraced because. No, I, even Maybe. with the women rappers, like niggas don't be big up Rhapsody like that uh, or Shayna Ray or like Shayna, you know, whatever her I, name from Buffalo. I mean, her fucking name. I'm sorry, Shayna Ray. Right. Yeah, Shayna. Ch- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Name. It's it's a lot of dope women spitters that's that's not talking about slut shit and they not getting no burn either. Mm. But you know it, it is nice. No. And I and I like the Pound Town when I'm outside. Pause the song Pound Town when I'm outside. Is you know turn the I spot never up and shit. Pound Town. But that was a novelty song. I was but like, I think, what I do the fuck? I look at that shit like spoof rap. Yeah, it's funny. Rap. Rap. I, I do just, believe her follow up songs after that were actually good music. Like Ski is a good song. Ski, turn up song. Um, yeah. Um, Hellcast SRTs. I do I think that's a good song. I think the song with Drake. I love the song with Drake. That's my first song on the album. 
or Rich Baby Daddy. That's my favorite song on her album, on, on Drake's album. But you understand what I'm saying? I just don't think Pound Town is not a good fucking song. <laughs> ratchet or not, absolutely. Just, the only reason that shit hit is because she was revealing the color of her sphincter. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and after that, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know. My booty hole brown. Shout out to Tina. She actually sang the gospel version last week. Um, yo, <laughs> AD podcast, man. Um, this was a great episode, man. T, thank you, man. Yo, um, once again, we are on YouTube. Um, the first episode will be up tonight. I know you was asking me about it. It took forever, but at technical difficulties, my nigga. We, Listen, it's gonna we be here, a little baby. Bit it's all good until we, you know, until we can get it. Listen, we came made. a long way. That's a fact, man. It's gonna be a little bit clunky, so. Fuck with me for a little bit, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to T behind the cameras once again. Mars, uh, Gary, uh, what's going on, fellas? AD Podcast, so we out. Show your dickheads. Peace. Mm-hmm.